The following shear has been presented by Dayan Yehoinesen David Hul, Dayan for the Bey Savad in Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Bey Savad Halacha Center. Meseches Bavakama has been graciously dedicated by Reb Tzvi Reisman and family, Le'ilui Nishmas, his esteemed father, Harav Yehoshua Heschel Reisman, Zecher Tzadik Levracha. May the Torah studied through this volume be an Eloi to his neshama. Kamora, Meseches Bavakama, Perik Yud, Tafkuf Yud Dalad, Omed the Gemara there quotes a Mishnah which says, according to the Tanakhama, if a, a man has a beehive and his bees escape and they go and gather themselves in a field belonging to somebody else on the branch of a tree in that field. The owner of the bees is allowed to go into the field to retrieve his bees. However, if he fears that by taking the bees one by one the rest of them will fly away and he says the only way to save my bees is to cut off the branch of the tree where all the bees have settled and bring the branch carefully back to his own field and Tanakama holds you're not allowed to do that because you're not allowed to damage someone else's property even if you're preventing yourself from a bigger loss however Rabbi Shmuel Panoja Rabbi Yochan Ben Bereke Oimer Rishmol, the son of Rabbi Yochanan, Mabreka holds that you are allowed to cut off the branch of the tree of somebody else in order to save yourself a bigger loss of all the bees on condition that you pay the owner of the tree for the damage done to his tree. The Gemara on Kufiyot Daladam and Base brings a pricer where Rabbi Shmol, Benosha, Baruchan, says this is a Tanai Bezdin. Shalmanos Kain Hinchel Yeshua Yisrael is Oretz. When Yeshua ben Nun divided up Eretz Yisrael and gave it out to all the Shvotim, to all of Kal Yisrael, he made, as the Gemara says earlier, ten Takonas, and he says that I'm only dividing up Eretz Yisrael on, this, on the condition you accept these Takonas. And the Gemara earlier says that these Takonas apply also in Chutzlaretz. Rabbi Yechem Rabbi Shmuel Benesha, Rabbi Yechem says there was an eleventh Takona. And the Takona was this, that a person who's having a financial loss and wants to save himself, if he can save himself by giving someone else a smaller financial loss and compensate that person for the damage done, then he's allowed to do so. The Rif on our Gemara says that Lechora, although the Gemara brings a brisa to explain that Rabbi Shmuel Ben Hashem claims this is a Takon of Yeshua, however the Halacha is not like him because the Tanakam and the Mishnah argues and says there is no such Takon as Yeshua, and therefore the Rif rules that Halacha Lamaisa, even if a person is suffering a financial loss, he cannot cause a smaller financial loss to somebody else, even if he intends to save himself from a bigger financial loss and even intends to pay the other person for his smaller loss. However, the Rosh is Doicha the Rias of the Rif and seems to conclude, and so says the Tor in Simon Reisha Ayin Dalet in the name of his father, the Rosh, that the Halacha is in fact that Rosh Mo Ben Hashem, Rabbi Yechonim Ben 
And therefore, in other examples, such as the Bryce's example of a man who was carrying a barrel of honey, and the barrel split, and the honey is about to get lost, and he sees his friend coming with a barrel of wine, and the wine per litre is much cheaper than the honey. So, according to Rabbi Shmuel, Benosha, Rabbi Yochanan, Ben Baroka, the owner of the honey can force the owner of the wine to pour out all of his wine and use the empty barrels to catch the honey. As long as the honey owner pays the wine owner for the loss of his wine. Because if not, then the honey owner will suffer a much bigger financial loss. And according to Rabbi Shmuel, Benosha, Rabbi Yochanan, Ben Baroka, one of the taconists of Yeshua Benon is that you can force your fellow man to take a smaller loss, as long as you compensate for him for it, uh, in order to save yourself from a bigger loss. So the Rosh seems to Paskin that there is such a Takon of Yeshua. The Rif Paskins, there is no such Takon. Allah Chalamaisa. The Ramon, Simon Shkhesha Mishpah, Simon Reisha Eintalad, brings both opinions. Misha Hoyala Neuchel Nechil Shal Deverim Yotzev Yoshva Lino Shechaveru Yeshemim Diyochala Kutsa Nafkadei Latsin Nechilo Venesin Dmei Anaf Lebalelam Some say you're allowed to cut off the branch of a tree of your fellow man in order to save your own bees as long as you pay for the value of the branch. But some argue, the first opinion is the Torah B'Shem, the Rosh, who says there is such a Takon of Yeshua, and the second opinion is the opinion of the Rif, who says that Allah Ramayza, there is no such Takon of Yeshua. Now, let's consider a case of a man who lives outside of town, and every day he drives his very expensive Rolls Royce car towards the town, parks his car in a car park on the edge of town and takes a bus into town to the office where he works. One day he gets a phone call in the office from a friend who said, I've just heard that there's a big fire in the car park and if you don't go quickly to save your Rolls Royce, it's going to get burnt in the fire. So the man rushes downstairs onto the street. He can't take a bus because by the time the bus gets to the car park, it'll be all over. So he sees someone else standing there with a car, just getting out of his car. So he says to the car owner, let me borrow your car, I need to quickly rush to the edge of town to save my Rolls Royce. So the car owner, I would love to give it to you, but right now I can't afford to give it to you, because I need it for my day's work, and my day's work today can make a hundred dollars. Says the Rolls Royce owner, how much are you going to lose if I take your car for the day? A hundred dollars? If I don't save my Rolls Royce, I'm going, to sell, I'm going to lose much more, tens of thousands of dollars. And so saying, he grabs the keys of the car out of the man's hands, stuffs a hundred dollar bill into his hand, jumps in the car and races off. Unfortunately, along the way, uh, accident happens to the car through no fault of his own. Someone else crashes into the car and the car is a write-off. So the question is, does the Rolls Royce owner have to pay for the damage done to this car? So at first glance, this would seem to be very similar to a tshuva of the tshuva sadeshin in Simon Shin Tezayin, which the Ramah brings in Shulchan Aruch, la'alocha, at the end of Simon Shin Ches, in Choshen Mishpat. There the case was, there was a man called Shimon, who desperately needed to ride out of town to pick up a choiv, a debt which was owed to him. And if he doesn't go now, then the person who owes him the money is going to leave town forever, and he'll never be able to get that money back. So he runs into Reuven's house. Reuven owns a chamur, a donkey, which he usually rents out for people to ride on. Now Reuven wasn't present at the time. So Shimon says to Reuven's wife, 
Can you rent me the Chamorah for the day? Because I need to rush to save myself a very large chov. For argument's sake, a thousand dollars. Says Shimon, says Reuben's wife, uh, normally we rent it out, but today we can't because Reuben's going to be back home shortly and he needs his own Chamorah to ride quickly to save himself a chov, which is owed to him of a hundred dollars. And if he doesn't go today, he's going to lose the hundred dollars. Says Shimon, if I don't go, I'm going to lose a thousand dollars. And therefore, he takes the Chamor and leaves behind a hundred dollars to cover Reuben's losses and rides off on the Chamor. And an accident happens through no fault of his own, an oinus. For example, the animal drops dead. There's nothing can be, he can do about it to prevent it, and it happened. Says the Chumas Adeshin, at first glance, one would expect to say that Shimon is Chayev for any oinus which happened to this Chamor. And the reason is because he took it without the permission of Reuven, against the will perhaps of Reuven, because Reuven's wife said that Reuven himself wanted the Chamor for the day. And therefore he is a, even though he paid for the use of it, and one would have thought he might have the din of a Seicher, and a Seicher is potul for Oinsin, for unpreventable accidents. However, since he took it without permission, he's a Seicher Shaloi Midas. And a Seicher Shaloi Midas is the same as a Shoel Shaloi Midas, someone who borrows something without permission. And so even if he rents something without permission, and he's paid for the use of it, since he took it without permission, he's, he's got the same din as a Gazlan, and he's responsible for whatever happened to the Chamor. So says the Trumas Adeshin at first glance. However, says the Trumas Adeshin, if we think about it a bit more, we'll see that it's not so simple. Because if... The halacha is, like the Rosh, that there is a takono of Yoshua, that a man can force his fellow man to suffer a small financial loss as long as he's doing it in order to prevent himself from a bigger financial loss and as long as he intends to compensate his fellow man for the small loss that he's going to suffer, then he's allowed to do so and it's a Tanai Bezdin, it's a takono of Yoshua that he's allowed to do so. Well, in that case, according to the Rosh, since Shimon stood to lose a thousand dollars, and Reuven only stood to lose a hundred dollars, Shimon is allowed to force Reuven to give him his chamor, pay him a hundred dollars to compensate for his loss, and use the chamor to save himself a larger loss of a thousand dollars. And if so, since he's doing it with the permission of Basin, with the permission of the Takon of Yoshua, he is not in fact a Gazlan, he's in fact a regular Seicher, who's, who rents the Chamor with the permission of Basin. And as such, he will be potter for any Einsin that happened to the Chamor. However, according to the Rif, we don't paskin like Rabbi Shmol, there is no such Takona of Yoshua, Halochalamaisa, and therefore you're not allowed to do it against the will of Reuven, and therefore again you're a Sechemidas, and you would be Chayav for any Oynus which happens to it. So at the end of the day, says the Chumas Adeshen, whether Shimon will be Chayav for an Oynus which happened to this Chamor, would be a Machloikus, Rif and Rosh, whether there is such a Takonis Yoshua. However, when the Ramal brings down the very same story, quoting Lechayu from the Chumas Adeshen, there are Ramal Paskins that you actually be Potter for any oinsim which happened to the Chamor. And the reason is, is there are more that you took it where it's just best in. So there are more, and the end of Simon Shin Ches, in this story, seems to be passing like the Rosh, that there is such a Takonis Yoshua, you can force someone to accept a small financial loss, if you compensate him for it, if the reason why you're doing it is to save yourself from a bigger financial loss. 
Ask the Sma, but surely the Ramah himself, as Simon Reich Ayn Dalit, brought down two opinions about whether there is such a Takonis Yoshua. In the case of the honey and the wine, whether the honey owner can force the wine owner to pour out his wine in order to save the honey. The Ramah there brings down the opinion of the Rosh that he made, and he brings down the Yishchok in the opinion of the Rif, who said he may not. So why is him in Shin Ches, in the case of the Chumas Adeshin, in the case of the Chamor, does the Ramah don't only bring down one opinion and rules like the Rosh, that he's allowed to do it, and therefore he'd be potter for any oinzim, because he's soiche midas. So asks the Sma. And the Sma suggests the following terets. The difference between the cases in, in the Mishnah and the Gomorrah, and the cases which the Ramal brings down in Sivar Reish Ayn Dalad, of the honey and the wine and such cases, and our case of the Chamor, there's a fundamental difference between them. All the other cases discussing where the honey owner, for example, is speaking to the owner of the wine. And he says to the owner of the wine, pour out your wine. And the owner of the wine says, I do not want to pour out my wine, even if you compensate me with money. In that case, according to the Rosh, there's a Takona Yeshua that can force him to do it. Whereas according to the Rif, there is no such Takona. And if the wine owner insists he doesn't want to lose his wine, even if you're going to compensate him for it, then you can't force him to lose his wine, even if you want to save yourself... Uh, a bigger loss of losing the honey. But all that, says the Sma, is only where the wine owner is standing in front of us and he, he objects to pouring out his wine. However, what if the wine owner wasn't in front of us? He wasn't actually here. We just have his barrel of wine in front of us. In that case, says the Sma, the Ramos seems to hold that even the Riff would agree that you could actually pour out his wine and use the barrel to save your own honey. And then when he comes along afterwards, you pay him for the comp- compensation for the loss of his wine. And the reason is, because if he's here and he objects to it, we can't force him to do it, if there's no such technology sure. But if he's not here, we can assume that he'd probably be willing to do it. Why should a person not want to suffer a small loss to save his fellow man from a big loss, if he's going to get compensated anyway financially for a small loss? So as long as he's not here, even the Riff would agree that we can uh, force him to take a smaller loss and compensate him for it in such a case. And therefore, in the case of the Chumas Adeshed, in the case of the Chamor, Reuven actually wasn't here. Reuven's wife said that Reuven wouldn't want to. But Shimon is allowed to assume that if Reuven had been here, he would probably have agreed to it. If Reuven was present and he stands and says, I don't agree for you to take my Chamor under any circumstances, that would be a Machlokas Rif and Rosh, whether we can force him to do so. But if Reuven's not present, even the Rif would agree that we can take the Chamor and assume that Reuven would be agreeable to it, as long as he gets compensated for his financial loss. And therefore, says Asma, the Ramon, in this case, rules that it's permissible to do so, and therefore he's a Seychemidas, and he's Potter for Einzin, and he doesn't bring the opinion of the Rif, because the Rif would agree in this case. The Ulama Mishpot, in Simon Reisam of Dalid, has a different explanation for why there are more in the case of the Chamor only brings down one opinion and doesn't bring down the opinion of the Rif who says that there is no such Takonis Yoshua. The Ulama Mishpat there quotes actually a Sma himself who says in Simon Reisam of Dalit that if a person is losing something, for example, he's losing his honey, and there's a mitzvah of Ashavah for anyone who's present to help him, then if the only person who can help him is a person standing there with a barrel of wine. There's a machlokas riff and rosh whether we can force him to pour out his wine. But, says the smart Simon Reisam of Dalit, what would be if there wasn't someone here with a barrel of wine and the problem here was the loss of the wine? Rather, the problem was that the, man, the only man who can help wants 
to doesn't doesn't want to help because he wants to go and work and earn money. But in that case, says the smart, the honey owner can force him to come and work for for him and help him to save his honey, as long as he pays him for any financial loss made. Says the smart, because the only machlokas, the riff and the rosh, is if the if the wine owner insists that he wants his wine, and even if the honey owner says, I'll compensate you for the value of the wine, the wine owner is entitled to say, I don't want financial compensation, I want my wine. For me, it's more important to have wine than to have money, even if you give me the, the money, which is the same value as the value of the wine. So in that case, the riff says we can't force him to take the loss, even if we're going to pay him back the money. But if the actual loss to the other person is not something physical like wine, the loss is something financial, purely financial. He's going to lose $100 of wages. Then, says the smart Simeon, even the riff would agree that I can force him to accept that loss as long as he comes and works for me and I'll pay him the $100. Because what's the difference to him if he gets $100 from another employer or he gets $100 from me? It's exactly the same loss. The compensation will be exactly the same. So, if he has wine, and he doesn't want to lose his wine, even if I pay him compensation, that's a machlokas, the riff and the rosh, whether I can force him to do so. But if his only loss is anyway money, a hundred dollars, and I promise him to give him the same hundred dollars he would have got from somebody else, so then even the riff agrees that I can force him to do it in order to save myself the rather larger loss of losing the honey. If so, says Oromah Mishpot, the same thing would apply in the case of the Chavor. What was the case? Shimon said, I need the Chamorah because I need to save myself a choiv of a thousand dollars. Reuben's wife says that Reuben's going to need the Chamorah because he wants to save himself a choiv of a hundred dollars. Says the Ramah, in that case, Shimon's allowed to take the Chamorah and pay a hundred dollars to Reuben. Why? If, according to the Rosh, for sure he can because this is a connoisseur, you're sure, you can always do that. But even according to the Rift, the Rift would agree in this case. Because in this case, the loss to Reuven was only a financial amount of $100. It wasn't an object like the wine or anything like that, or, or the branch of his tree. It was a financial loss of money. If the financial loss is of money, then if Ru- Shimon promises him to make him up the financial loss with exactly the same $100 bills he would have got from somebody else, even the Rift would agree, I could have forced him to accept this $100 loss. I would make it up to him by paying him from myself, exactly the same hundred dollars, and then I'm allowed to take his chamorro in order to save myself a, a potential loss of a thousand dollars. So we have two explanations why the Ramon, in the case of the chamorro, doesn't bring down the opinion of the Rif and rules that, I can, that Shimon can force Reuven to give him the chamorro. According to the Sma. In the reason is because Reuben is not here and whenever Reuben is not present even the Rif would agree we can assume he would be agreeable and therefore you're allowed to take the Chamorah as long as you leave behind financial compensation for any losses to Reuben whereas according to the Oroma Mishpot the reason why in Shinches even the Rif would agree to the Rosh is because the loss to Reuben is only a purely financial loss and as long as I make him up the compensation with exactly the same financial amount there's no reason why I can't force him to give me the Chamorah. Bearing in mind these two Chilukim, let's come back to our case. The man whose Rolls Royce was in danger of being consumed by the fire, and he grabbed someone else's car in order to race to the car park to save his own Rolls Royce. What did the car owner say? If you take my car, I'm going to, be, I'm going to lose $100 from from the use of the car that I want to use for myself today. 
says the Rolls Royce, and I'll make it up to you by giving you now on the spot a hundred dollars. Well, according to the Sma, we can't assume, like the Ramor says in Shin Ches, that it's a straightforward matter that he can force him to do so. Because according to the Sma, the Ramor only said it in Shin Ches because Reuven wasn't present at the time. And if he wasn't present, we can assume that he'll probably agree had he been present. But Reuven is standing here present, the owner of the Hamor, and he says, I object, and I do not want you to take my Hamor, even if it's going to cause you a bigger loss. Then, it's not so simple. We have a Machlokas, the Rosh, and the Rif, whether I'm allowed to do so. And according to the Rosh, I'm allowed to do so, and I would be Potter if any onus happened. Well, according to the Rif, I wouldn't be allowed to do so, and I'd be Chayim if an onus happens. Let's look at the reason of the Ulema Mishpot. The Ulema Mishpot says that the reason why the Ramah and Shinches didn't bring down the Rif is because even the Rif would agree in the case where the loss to Reuven is only a financial loss. It's not a loss, a material loss of a tree branch or a material loss of wine to be compensated by money. But it's a purely financial loss and as long as I make him up the same financial loss, everyone agrees that I can force him to accept such a loss. Again, in our case, that's already debatable. True, Reuven says... The car owner says that I would have lost $100. Says the owner of the Rolls Royce, I'll compensate you and give you the same $100. But there's another element here. Here, it's not so clear that the car owner would agree to let him use the car anyway. In the case of the Chamor, the case was that he normally rents out his Chamor, normally rents out his Chamor to other people. So we know that in principle he doesn't object to people using his Chamor. It's only that today he doesn't want them to use it because it could cause him a potential loss. But in the case of the car, many car owners would, would argue that even if you compensate me and pay me, my car is not for rent. I don't want to actually rent out my car to anybody because I never get adequate compensation for that because whenever I get my car back after renting it out for somebody, it never comes back in exactly the same condition as it was in the first place. And I can't prove anything and I'd rather not rent it out to anybody. So in this case, even according to the Nurema Mishpat, it could well be argued that it would not be permissible for the Royals West owner to force the other man to give him his car. Because even though I make him up the financial loss that he could po- he would possibly have suffered, the actual use of his object, his, of his car, he objects to me using, even if I pay him compensation for the financial loss of the money that he would have made that day. In which case, we would be back to the Machlokas of the Rif and the Rosh. According to the Rosh, nonetheless, I can still force him, because I can always force someone else to accept the loss, as long as I compensate him for it. If it, the reason I'm doing it is to save myself a bigger loss, Whereas, according to the Rif, there is no such Takonis Yeshua, and therefore I I would not be allowed to force him to give me the car. And therefore, if I force him to give me the car, and an oinus happened to the car, even though it was no fault of my own, since I wasn't allowed to force him to give me the car, I would be a Seche Shalomidas, and I would be higher for any damage that was done to the car. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultation, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org. Or you can email us at office at the